The Brian Golf Show is presented by Pin Golf. I'm going to be real quick on this. Go to pingolf.com, get your blackjack rangefinder, and use the code Brian Golf Brian with a Y to save big on your blackjack rangefinder. And I'm being quick on it because wow. for the first time ever, I got Johnny Wonder in studio. In not, store. Not the first time on the podcast. Of course, you are a mainstay, but first time. Wow, holy shit. You person are, to person. You are across from me right it's now. huge. Welcome to Jacksonville, Florida, my man. Uh, I'm happy to be here. It's a beautiful shop for the people that haven't seen the Brian Golf facility. It is uh, first class all the way. It's very Brian LaRoche. <laughs> and uh, <I'll> take it. <laughs> it's everything that you, uh, if you're a golfer and you're a gearhead, it's everything that you would ever want to see. It's just a kingdom of fun. How here. fun is that? Yeah. yeah. And, and just like under the table, I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast. And I like fuck, pop up and two microphones and a board and, and all this stuff. And here we are after just choking down a cheeseburger and some fries. and So good. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, you're obviously in town for uh, one thing. That's a battle at the beach. Yes. So this is our third year playing together. We're pumped about that. Just played uh, Tim Aquana, your first first nine hole little like hit golf ball off of real grass in how many months six months <laughs> it's ridiculous oh canada oh covid let's just <laughs> oh, say kids oh, and oh COVID. private school and bills and <laughs> oh life all of those things yeah but i feel like that's more golf on uh, land that you've played in the previous two battle at the beaches before yes actually playing yeah i mean usually i the first year i played I had a one round coming in. I played uh, at the Floridian. I went and saw Claude Herman for like a, for some Cobra content. I remember that. And I got to go play, but it was blowing 45. And so it wasn't real golf. It was more survival. And then last year, I came to you naked. Yeah, like you with a brand new set of sticks. Hadn't hit any of them. No clue where the ball was going. And... Uh, the odds were stacked against us, but we, we fought. Yeah. So it was rough. Like we've talked about it on this podcast a lot. You know, Mel and I talk about the conditions. Everybody knows the conditions last year, but you and I, like, as far as, you know, one-on-one -on -one best ball, we didn't do good together. Like we no. just didn't have any, we had no, we were both so like, are we supposed to be enjoying this right now or what? Cause it was 40 degrees blowing 20. Like we we're trying to figure rough. out, we were trying to figure out like, is the sun going to ever actually feel like it's warming right. us because it was out, but here we are like all of a sudden, you know, struggling to make pars. And then we, we turned it on. Everybody knows we turned it on alt shot. We got our mojo going and then scramble. We did just as good as anybody. Um, but I would, I would argue those last 36 holes, we were the top team or two. The first 18 I've never played that bad. I've never seen you play that bad. Like it was, it was worst case scenario of worst case scenario. I think, yeah. I think I shot 88 on my ball. I think you shot 84 on your ball. I think I like shot that. 86. I really think I only shot two strokes better than you. I remember yeah. bogey in the last hole being relieved that I didn't triple because I knew I was, I, got right, <laughs> I was right at the 90 number. I was like, I'm going to shoot 90. And I remember bogey in the last hole going, okay, I didn't shoot. I shot uh, a couple of snowmen. Like, that's fine. That's, that's okay. But the, um, the second day, the first 18, the second day was alternate shot. You mean second, the first day, second 18? Second 18 yes. was the, that's you, that's this working. Yeah. That's you and I working. I, mean, I think we better balled at 72 or one over. Um, alternate shot, one oh, over. Alternate shot. 73. And we played like, that, that was us. The reason I say it's us working is because you were one of the best iron players out there. I have a pretty good short game. We hit fairways, we chipped it, we putted it, like we got it around. I think we were the lowest score by 
at least two or three. Yeah, I think somebody, sh- I think like uh, Jared and Jared. I just combined Chet and Jared to okay. Jared. Jared hey. So Jared, the winning team last year, they, uh, I think they shot 75, 76, something like that. But that maybe, was a mon- that was a Herculean effort. It was terrible. Right. Yeah, and we did that with two bogeys from prime condition, middle of the fairway on a par four and a par five back to back. But freezing cold. <laughs> it was bad. Blowing the, the toughest conditions I've ever played in in my life. So the next day we go out and I put like sweatpants on, on yeah. under my shorts and we we had some momentum the first six or seven holes where we're like, yeah. we're, we could start to climb back into this We thing. turned in 33, right. three under and we're sitting there and you were watching the leaderboard. Right. And I, you didn't tell me anything. We just talked, you know, you didn't tell me the score though. And when we were on like 14 or 15, you're like, we actually could backdoor this. Right. And considering we were whatever, 14 over or something. We were back there, but the thing was like, <laughs> we, were, we, had, we got off to such a good start and the team that eventually won our flight was struggling in the first nine. Yeah, and that's the, what it was. The gap was closing and I'm like, if we can shoot another 33, if we can go three down on this backside, we're going to be right there. And my math was like one off. Yeah, If we would have we shot were. six, if we ended up shooting like two over on the backside, it didn't fucking matter anyway. But, yeah. but the- No, I think you're, you're wrong. We shot even. And I only know this because I have I had access to golf status to see the okay. score. We shot six, 73 69 in the final two rounds. Okay, so we're three under. So we needed to shoot three under. And if we would have shot four under, we would have tied the team because the team that actually ended up beating us, I think they ended up beating us by four or five. Yeah. But sad. But it's super sad. We had birdie look, birdie look on 10. We had some, the first 10, 11, and 12, we had birdie looks. And then. Then it's just started to fall. Then we were scrambling to make pars, and you can't Which do that. Scramble, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah it's un, it's it's unbelievable. You know, like the partner events are fun though, and like I, I'm I'm not sure how many you've played in, but I've played uh, with you a few times. I've played in a lot of our events. You My know, favorite golf to play. It's so much fun, but man, like you you have got to especially alternate shot. Like best ball, we can kind of go and just go you know go play our game, and for the most part, it should ham and egg quite well. Um, at least we did that the first year, right? I mean, I think. I think I remember the first year we played best ball. I think at any point in the round, you and I both took six holes off. Right. And it was complete opposite six holes. And right. we shot a few under or something. So, you know, things like that you got to do. But, I mean, God, partner ball is so much fun. But it's, it's to me, that's what makes, um, like, I've played in multiple member guests. You know, yeah. to me, that's that for non-tournament players that's the funnest you're going to get. Like playing under a little bit of pressure or every shot means something, the camaraderie, the people you play with, you make new friends. Like that's what makes your event and events like it. There's nothing like the Brian golf events, but, <laughs> but there's really nothing like battle at the beach and, and players. Cup. No, but those are our what, two, but that's what makes this game for the people that don't golf. Yeah. And they wonder why, why do you keep a lot of it's the camaraderie, obviously hitting golf shots is a blast. But playing with your friends and getting to know new people in that atmosphere under yeah. pressure is uh, is a lot funner when I was still drinking, but it's really, still really fun. <laughs> well, I'll drink for you. Okay. Uh, but here's the deal. So you go, for you, you have played with someone new every round, mm-hmm. someone that you've never met before. So if you take it over the course of, you know, two years, the last two years, that's six people that you had no idea in right. each tournament. Right. You know, you had no idea. And now every single one of them, plus all the other people involved in the event, 
they're still involved in everything you do. Well, yeah, like uh, like uh, Packy and uh, Nick Packy and, uh, Jeff, and Jeff, Jeff, Halila. like both of those guys. I mean, I still interact with those guys plenty on uh, on Instagram and yep. DM and this and that. I'm really excited to see those guys. They were our bunkmates last year. Yeah, they got kicked out of our room for my cousin. So that's a little sad, but my cousin's cool. You'll you'll enjoy David. But they were, you know, I'd be, I, if I lived in their town, I'd be friends with those guys, right? Yeah. Like, so, and then obviously you and I get along like peas and carrots. And, and, you know, I've met a lot of cool people at this event that I've, you know, I still talk to Anthony Breen. I still talk to, um, there was another person from the first year that I still talk to. Uh, what's the kid from Vegas that's got all the money? Oh, shit. Ryan Holdenbrook. Oh, he, lives hard, in, yeah. he lives in Florida now. He talks to everybody about yeah. golf. Yeah, but I but I know him now. Like I, you know, he's a he's. I wouldn't say he's a buddy, but he's a you know he would be a buddy if I lived close to him. Yeah. So you got. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, and my favorite thing ever is that you. I call Nick Packey Nick Packy now because of you. I call him Packy. Yeah, but you did that. You did. So you call him. Hey, I'm with Nick Packy, and I was like, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. But, but isn't that how it's Packey? I'm never gonna call Pake. him Nick Packey. I called him Packey. I called him Pack. It's Way. it's packy. It's packy. It's so packy. so yeah. we actually now have a, a traditional pairing on Sunday for scramble with Jeff and, and Nick. That's that's beautiful. That's our like so, for the life of this event, if we all play, we're always playing Sunday scramble together. But the first year, last year, yep, it turned into a, like a four hole fitting for for Jeff. It did and his driver because <laughs> he was he was testing stuff. Yeah, but it, you know that's what I don't know. To say it again, it's what makes golf so much fun. It's like you know. You can connect on the gear. You can connect under pressure. You can connect anywhere. And in your event, the cool thing also is everybody's playing. They're trying to win. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal to win. But at the same time, like, people are stoked for you if you do play well. You know, when we were in the hunt the first year, people were excited that we were in the hunt. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's always the coolest thing. And I, I think because I'm over in all of our events, you know, I've won two of the three Players' Cups, and I've got decent record right. as far as my, my Players' Cup record. But... You know, that's like such a team thing. It's that's the only thing I've had success in. Right. But you I, also have more players to depend on, right? In that in that format. Well, yeah. I mean, you do, but I just you just go in general. You never know how that's going to shake out. Like we got walloped the the year before the second one. We got I mean destroyed. It just the chips didn't fall our way. Right. Uh, this year they did. We kind of put it on them. All this and it's fun. The back and forth is cool, but something about it too. Like for you, out of all these events, you and I. This is our third year. You're the most consistent thing I got going for an event. Which is, which I, which I love though, because this is, you know, for me to, you know, it's a lot for me to fly into Florida, right? From Canada, right? right? Like this, this obviously this year worked out for multiple reasons, but you know, last year was the oddball year. Like I didn't know if I was gonna be able to make it last year at the last minute. Yeah, it was tough. I was able to make it, but, and that was right before, was right when COVID the hit. The week before was the last shindig before COVID. Right. For real was. So, but I wouldn't miss it for the world. And like you and I have become one of my dearest friends that I have in the whole world now. Like, so it's, it's for me, it's, it's been well worth the travel and well worth the trips over. And you know, you and I will be friends forever. Right. Well, and I want to play in this tournament forever with you. Yeah, well, as long as it 60, goes. Right? We got to win it though. Dude, that's just it. Okay. So like, let's just get down to it. Like keys to you and I winning. This is the Brian golf show. Johnny wonders on the pod. This is selfishly. About us. us. It's about us. Yeah. All right. People don't get, <laughs> no, people don't get Brian and Johnny. Like if you lived anywhere in the state, we would do this way more often together. Yeah. We this would, would be a, a weekend thing. This would be a very <laughs> yeah. yeah simple thing. So the fact that 
your schedule is your scheduling up there. We don't do this as much as we should. But if you were here, this is what we would do. And we would, we would be able to talk one day about what's going on on tour, one day selfishly about us, right. one day about whatever it may be that we want to talk about, all that. So you and I have kind of figured out a little bit of what we got to do, but, but keys to us finally getting through our pod. And by the way, the toughest, deepest field we've ever faced. I would say baseline, the one thing we did, didn't do well last year is I don't want to say we don't want to make any bogeys, but we just, we made bad bogeys and bad double bogeys, like on holes you should never yeah. make, you know, just foolish mistakes. A lot of it had to do with the weather, but. I, it, I would argue it was weather, but mental. Like, well, we should have we, never shot the scores we shot yeah. the first. Super caught off ball. guard, like right. super caught off guard right. with weather. And like, I don't think it hit us until it was too late. Like on my, wor- on my worst day, if I'm on one leg with one eye, I can still skank it around and break 80. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not a, I don't shoot 88 very often. It doesn't happen very often, but like that, and you don't shoot 86 very often. It just doesn't happen. You're right. So for us, it's like, no, my worst is I shoot, I shot 84 in a qualifier two days after I was cleared from COVID. Right. Like I was, and that's me and is what it is. But like I've played shitty in two tournaments, three tournaments and shot 78 and 80 right like over and over again so like i'm i'm kind of the like if i'm I'm thinking about my own game and i play i've played the least amount of golf the last two years oddly enough even working for wrx but like if i go back and look at my scores i might have 180 in there but they're it's all 74 75 77 76 you know it's all it's all in the same pocket right but the keys for us to win we are a perfect team for ham and egg the the thing that i have to do is i have to hit the fairway yep so if i hit the fairway you're probably the got to be one of the best iron players in Florida. That's not on tour. Like you're right there. Like I love I'm, I'm not stroking either. Like I you, love you that. can hit your irons. I'm a really good wedge player and I can putt. Yeah. So I look at that just going like my to-do list, hit the fairway, hit it's the fairway. It's really the only thing. Literally and, just hit the fairway. And I say that cause it, it changes, you know, like if you're in play, if we're talking best ball, if you're in play, it changes how I can play. Right. Coming up. Um, and not, not that I will just change and become super aggressive, but it's just that load of, I mean, I guess you hitting the fairway, there's a lot of pressure, but there's a certain load of pressure. I play all the time, right? right? I'm in Florida. I'm the freshest. Right. So I'm the, the peg that we need to stand on. You need to lean on me. Sure. You know, for that, because of the, just the fact that I've been playing and I'm fresher, um, but it does free me up. And then alternate shot. I mean, if you are in the fairway and it wasn't a complete skank, when I say a complete skank, I don't care if you normally hit a 280 and you're at 250 or 260. I'm just saying as long as you didn't like dink at 220, I, w- I would rather hit because of the fact that you have barely played golf in six months. Right. I would rather hit five iron than you hit eight. A hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? The other thing also, like if we're talking about, if we're talking about like better ball, for example, right? Cause that's a little bit different because yeah. you know, you got to hit the fairways. You're, you're still playing your own ball and you're doing best ball, but like me hitting the fairway. Cause I'll hit a lot of drivers because I just, I'm not playing enough to have enough confidence to right. rope a three wood off of it. What's the point? Yeah. Right? I, just, I, yeah. I might as well hit, especially if I got the big chief going, like if I'm hitting it straight, then I'll just hit driver on every hole. And I'm not, I'm not in a position right now to try and hit it. Like you hit it 25 yards past me. So it's like, I'm not going to win any long drive contests right now, and nor do I want to. Right. So, but when it comes to like, scramble's a different form. Scramble's like. Scramble's different yeah, because you, go, you, you, you freed up and then you go ham. Right. Like once, once someone's freed up, you it's, just go. It's a different game. But like for the, for the first day, the first day is our key. We need to get off to a good start. Yeah. So 
the nice thing also, we talked about this in the golf course today, like on the holes that I don't tee off, like you time, you know, you time it out to make sure you're on the, you're, you're the, you're the, the guy on the par threes. Yeah. And because I just don't, I don't hit my irons as well as you do, but well, we do, we do modified alternate. Remember? So we scramble. That's off right. The tee, and that's the whole point. So, right. but, but again, but you go, if you're hitting your driver well, and all of a sudden I have 125 yards in, that's when I'm, that's when I'm tough. It's when you're up. That's when I'm up. Yeah. Because that's what I do exceptionally well. Yeah. I, I would, I would agree. It's, it's pretty nice to see like, you know, just playing nine holes today, like whatever it was, you would drop, you would drop a ball from a yardage inside 120, and it was, you know, you're as close as it can be. Well, right, and I can, <laughs> I can, but I can, I can gauge how I'm doing if, if the ball's flying the distance. Like direction's one thing, but if I'm hitting it pin high, if like my distance feels good, then right. I'm like, okay, I can, like I could go out and play right now, and I'd right. be okay. Yeah, yeah. And well, your short game's dirty. So where's that come from? Where's the where's the dirty short game come from? Rainier Golf and Country Club. Yeah, you grow up, and if you went and played it, you would understand. It's the toughest and I'm not, I'd say on the West coast, besides Olympic club, it's gotta be the toughest under 6,800 yard golf course. I've seen guys, you know, guys that play for the university of Washington, guys from Arizona come out there and play for practice rounds or, you know, they're just out there and shoot 80 and I have no idea how they did it. Right. Cause the greens are tiny. You just waste strokes. The golf course yeah. is, sh it's short, tight, Distance does you nothing at that golf course. Nothing. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how long you have to hit the fairways, you have to hit the greens and you have to putt. And if you don't and you have to chip it around that golf course, good luck. Yeah. Like good you, luck. You've just, you've just always had good action though. Like that's my thing. Like I'm like, I'm a guy like I, um, I bank shots like right. in, in my memory and I remember those shots and I always remember last year, I think it was, it was all shot and it really kept our round together. Right. Like it let us turn and go, shit, we're going to, we're going to like go deep. Right. Cause number nine last year was, we played it all the way back. It was dead into the fan, 490 too. yard par four all the way back, dead right. into the fan. Not just like your little one setting. It was like full blast. <laughs> Turn the on the foresight, all the yep. volume up on foresight. Seriously. Like all the way up. Yeah. We went your driver, my smash three wood. You still like I smashed the three wood and it's elevated green. I don't know if my ball got up and came down, but it never had a chance to get to the actual green right. front pin. You had no green to work with and you were 30 yards up. I mean, like you had to go up a 15, 20 foot hill right. and you stuck it to like three inches. That was that 60, that little 64. Yeah. That 64 high yeah, tail, man. Yeah. It was the coolest. Yeah. That was this is the shit. best shot. Like I wish everybody yeah. could see it. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't like a flop. It was this flighted ball that just hit and stopped. 64, man. And it was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And there's not a lot of guys, there's not a lot of people I would put a 64 degree in their hands and be like, hey, man, go have at this. Right, have you, some fun. I would do that with you. Yeah, I've always I've seen been, it. Uh, like, during my golf career, I've always been a roll out of bed, really good driver. I've always been able to drive it long, like not, not anymore, but you know, in my heyday, I could always smash it with a driver yeah. and I could always chip and putt. Like roll out of bed, I could just do it. Right. Irons were always the ones that were, it could get squirrely or it could be really good. But being able to play in this thing with you, which is really, really fun for me, is like I don't have to rely on the parts of my game that I don't do well. Yeah. I only have to focus on the things that I usually do pretty well, which is I usually pretty drive it pretty straight and I'm good around the greens. And like that's, you know, this year, if we do that at like 85%, we're going we're gonna to be right there. I think so. We got a tough flight. We have the toughest, not only like the whole tournament, like this tournament, the first year was 48. Mm -hmm. And then last year we were like, you know, let's cap it at 40. 
Um, it was, it was just, we just done a couple events at 24 and we were like, wow, that was awesome. So we took it to 40. This year was supposed to be 40 and Mel accidentally sold eight spots. So she sold four teams too many. Okay. And we were like, shit, we oversold them. Cause she thought she, she didn't like update her spreadsheet. So she thought we, we still needed teams. She right. thought we had like, you know, 16 teams and we needed uh, four more. All of a sudden she's like, this person, this person, this person, they all booked all in like a day. She's like, Brian, we got 48 players. I was like, oh, okay. And then lo and behold, we are like, fuck it, this guy wants to play and he's got it. So boom, now we're at 52. So we have 52 it's players this time. Field, right? It's a big field, It's a lot, I mean, that's a big field for 36 holes of golf too, yeah, it's bigger in than one two, day. It's bigger than the Tour Championship. It's a big it, field. You know, I don't know, I don't wanna like, you know, toot our own horn or anything, but we got more than the FedEx Cup going on here. So with that being said, you know, our pod, uh, it's super tight. I don't want to say we're like ever at a disadvantage. We're at the biggest advantage and, and disadvantage amongst, I think, our flight in a sense, because you play the least amount of golf. Right. I obviously have every opportunity to be good at golf, uh, hitting balls in here every day. And I do, you know, every other day I'm, I'm grinding. Flying, right. Um, and I play a couple times a week at least been playing in some tournaments, but we've got like guys that they do nothing but play golf. Yeah. Like that's all they See, do. That's not my life. That's anymore. every, yeah, that's not even close. every day. And Mel's like, Mel's like, what if Johnny doesn't make it one day? Are you going to get a new partner? And I'm like, I mean, I don't want to think about for, that. I don't even want to. I said, Johnny's my guy. <laughs> like we started and we're going to finish. Well, it's because it's fun though. Like that's, that's, that's the thing. Like you and I have a blast together. Like we were like, even last year we struggled the first day, <laughs> but it was laughs the whole time. The whole time. Like it was fun. Like, you know, I, I you know, at the end of the day, we were just kind of, we, after we shot a bajillion the first round, we were just, we were laughing about it. Like there's no attitudes. There's no. Well, and everybody played bad except like two teams. You know, there was one team that shot like seventy three that in that in the morning. Jared and Chet, and the guys that ended up winning, and that that round that I mean, was like Miller sixty three at yeah. at Oakmont. <laughs> it was, like, was God. That's how I felt about our. I I said we did the same thing the second round. I said that seventy three alternate shot is the greatest round we could have played, especially after hitting more golf shots than anybody else did that morning. <laughs> yes, the big old turnaround. Like we went from one seventy four. Combined, yeah, something it's like that. Really bad. Is that the math? One seventy-four. Close. No, that's exact math. So good job. To shooting a seventy-three. So there, there was. We had no evidence to suggest that we were going to play well in a tougher <laughs> format under tougher conditions. It's amazing. In the afternoon, like it, we sh it shouldn't have happened. We were hitting. I was hitting. You were hitting fairways. I was hitting six and five and four irons to like ten feet, and you were making them. Well, I remember the, the, I think it's seven, there was about one par three. 17. Dead, in, I mean, right back into the ocean. Into the ocean. And it was playing 170, 174, Every something Pin like back that. left, hardest pin on the golf course. And I remember you and I were sitting there on the tee going, okay, what club should I hit? Like, I don't know. And I, I think you ended up hitting like a four iron. Four. And I'm like, you need to hit that like little peel, draw four iron back into the wind, see if you can hold it off. And you hit it to like... I think like 10 feet. Yeah, but you could have made it. I mean, you, you could have missed that putt so easily, and it was fucking Drano. But, but you know what I'm saying? As a, as a, as a partner, when, you're, when, you're other, when your partner's hitting his irons like that, and all you have is 10 and 12 footers all day, yeah. you're going to make some fucking putts. You had a lot of, yeah, we in general did have a ton a of lot. good looks, and they were all on the looks. right side of the hole, too. That's, that, that was one of the things that I, I loved about playing with you, especially last year, 
is I noticed like your iron play, you're always pin high or whatever, but you're always on the right side of the hole. Yeah. We never had that weird fucking downhill left to right. I mean, it was just like everything was uphill, uphill straight, uphill straight, uphill straight. You know the one hole that we did that I remember, and it might have been in scramble. Um, number 11, which is one of my favorite holes, that section of 10, 10 11, and 12 on uh, the ocean course at Hammock. You've got the uh, big dog leg left, and it's just like a wedge in, right? But there, that green has this huge slope right down the middle, right through the middle. And the play is to hit it beyond the pin and let it come back. You don't even have to suck it back. It'll just come back. And I remember, I feel like all three rounds, our ball got stuck up on that hill, all three rounds. And we had this 20-footer downhill. And I just always, I like I remember in scramble, like, both of us made good runs at it. And it's like, that's the one putt I go, man, we were just never in a position to make that putt. And we almost made it. But we had, the other thing that's like encouraging too is, especially last year, we didn't have any, any extraneous luck. We didn't, we weren't chipping in. We weren't no. making bombs. We were just playing good, you know, it was a good ham and egg golf. Right. It was, it was like, you earned it. You hit it this close, you make the putt. But that's yeah, encouraging that's because at some point you're going to start getting lucky. You're going to start getting some kicks and right. some bounces and stuff. And we didn't, like, last year we didn't get fucking any bounces. I don't feel like we get any bounces the first year. I don't, see, I don't remember the first year at all. Dude, it was, it was a blur. I remember I hit my irons. Like, I mean, it was bad. For the you, folks at home, every single year I've showed up to the Battle of the Beach, I've shown up with a brand. I mean, I'm not talking about one or two clubs, 14 new clubs that I've never touched. Like, just pulled the plastic off of them. Add battle at the beach. Add battle at the yeah. beach. So, like, last year I show up, and I just got, it's like Sim just came out. My buddy just sent me a set of irons. Like, brand new wedges. Same drill. For This year's a little different because I'm, I guess we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But, like, this year I'm showing up with all new gear. I have a little bit more time to work into it, I guess, now. But... But it's like, once again, not a, I haven't had the same, not Never. one same Never. club at Battle of the Beach ever. <laughs> I don't have like that go-to little hybrid that I kept in the bag. There's none. It's just brand new, brand new golf bag. Yeah. Three different types of golf balls. <laughs> three different companies' irons. Like I went from like Cobra to TaylorMade to Callaway. Yeah. Full bags, ball, yeah. the whole shebang every year. I remember last year we lost so many balls in best ball. We had to, we, by the end of the day, by the end of I like the day, for a bridge we were using Brian golf Bridgestones. Yeah, <laughs> we were using Torby XS's out there Awful. for everything. At that point, I just had to give you a bunch of balls. Um, man, it was so good. But so before we get to kind of like a little tease of what's to come, um, talk a little bit about hammock for somebody that's coming to Florida and whatnot and playing in this event or playing, you know, planning a vacation. You've played a lot of really good golf courses. Mm -hmm. um, I played some good ones in Florida and hammock for whatever reason. I don't know. It could be the experience, but the ocean course, Jack Nicholas design is one of my favorite golf courses to play. It's, it's, um, I mean, you can't use last year as a, as an example. Cause it was you can use the first year though, as like yeah. a fun, you know, it was hot. Yeah. They're hot, hot, hot ish. Yeah. Um, we had people, most people use this tournament. It's a lot of these guys like first foray into golf for right. the year, you know, like people coming up from Wisconsin or down from Wisconsin and Indiana and Ohio, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people getting sunburnt year one. Right. It's, it's a Nicholas course. So it has its BS, right? There's a, you know, there's some, a lot of elevated greens and yeah. a lot of uphill shots and there's a lot of that stuff, but like as a resort golf course, 
obviously optically it's one of the most beautiful places you'll ever see yeah i mean yeah that, that just goes without saying it's it's unbelievable to look at but as far as having a good time and having 18 unique experiences like every hole's different you don't feel like you're playing the same hole over and over again um it can be tough it's gettable um so gettable it's really gettable if you you have to and i don't want to say you have to hit the fairways because the fairways are huge yeah, there's only a couple that are weird. And right. funny, it's like number number two is weird because driver can go too far right. and go into the water. And when, when it doesn't go too far, it's like this little bottleneck, right? right? It's just really but tough. That's, but the thing is also about that hole, you don't have to hit driver there. You don't. Yeah. I, yeah, you don't. And then number three, I feel like for the first time ever, if you remember this, we always kind of muck it up just enough. Like right. we've survived it, but we do muck it up a little bit. It's... um. It's a hole you don't even have to driver on, and it's just always like driver. We've always had to though because of the conditions. It, that's the other part, and that makes it, it like, a harder shot. Right. The, the 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 defense. If Hammock Beach was played in a stadium or like in a dome, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard of a golf course. Very true. What makes it tough is the conditions. Is because at any given point, it, it could be sunny in eighty five. By the time you start getting to eight or nine, the wind starts blowing a little bit. Then all of a sudden, it's you know some holes are into the wind. And then you get a little ocean cool air. The golf course can change yeah. at the snap of, snap of a finger. And that's what, makes it, that's what makes it fun. I mean, it's a unique, I guess it's unique. Yeah. The best way I can use it to describe it. It's a very, very unique experience. I like the fact that, you know, for this year, it's looking like Saturday is going to be a little rainy, some, some uh, kind of periodic. It's good for us. Yeah, and windy, 20 mile an hour winds. Okay. And if, and if there's one thing I could say about that, I go, that takes... That takes the guys that uh, can kind of fake it a little bit, and it I think it bunches the good ones, the the guys that are going to win the pods all together. Which is what which is what you want. Like for us, like as a team, if you and I were combined playing as one, if we were one player, yeah. If like if you take all these teams and combine their games, I'd be hard pressed to say that if I took my short game and just whatever I do well and added it to your game, yeah, you'd be the best. We'd be the best player. I right? I, I, like, I, would, I would definitely. I mean. Like let's, with all due respect to Jared, because I mean he's like former yeah, LSU guy. Yeah, and he's he a stick. Yeah. I heard he he might have just shot like sixty two at the at the Valley Course at TPC Sawgrass. I don't know if that's true. It could be a rumor coming to incite See, fear. The, as as but, a working man, how do you have the time to get good enough I, to shoot sixty two? I think he's just got the talent, right? Yeah. So Jared's Jared's up there, but um, your short game and me, I would I would I would. Take him on in a bit, but we're like, Why not? you know, we'll be Jared. We can do that. We'll be we'll be tough. Like we have stiff competition, but if we play normal, just normal, normal, we'll be in the hunt. Yeah. If we, we play good, we have a really really good shot. I'm pumped about that. Yeah. If we I'm, play good, I am so pumped about it. So it's looking like wins are going to be up. It's going to be a, a shit show on Saturday again. Yeah. The, the, it's like the, it's like um you know how U.S. Open sectional qualifying is like the longest day in golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have some of that. Like, Battle at the Beach is the second longest day in golf. Yeah, but you're, I'm going to call Saturday. I'm going to, like, get a shirt that says, you know, day one at Battle at the Beach, the second longest day in golf. But it's it's not going to be like it was last year because last year was 20 degrees. Because I look at the weather report, it's going to be 20 degrees hotter yeah, than right. it was warmer right. than it was last. Because last year, no bullshit, it was 45 degrees. with With no... No warmth, meaning the sun did not help at With all. With nothing to block the wind either. Yeah. Once oh. you get back to 9, 10, 11, you know, 9, 10, 18 in that area, anywhere on the water, you're exposed. 
It's bad. As exposed gets. Right. Mother Nature's just flipping you off and going, it's going to suck for you. So I'm curious to see what direction the wind's going. Right now, I think it's actually 18 will be in the face. Remember year one? I would rather have 18 because 18's a par five, right? No. No, 18's a par four. Four. But literally in in two-year difference, this is how awesome the golf course can be. I think last year in Scramble, we had like eight iron, or two years ago, we had eight iron in. So like 160 or something, 150, whatever it was. I don't know. Last year, we had like 70 yards in on yeah. 18. Well, that, that, that's actually a fun story. So I remember last year on 18, I hit, I hit a good drive. <laughs> like not, not like, I, like once again, I don't hit it as far as I used to. I'm going to preface everything by saying that. So it's for my own ego. That's but, your thing, yeah. But... I hit a good drive. Like, I, I, I think I hit it out there 290, 300. Like, it was a good drive, right? Brian gets up there and hits this piss missile, <laughs> no spin. It was like a two-yard cut. And, and Jeff, who was playing with us that day, him and I both hit good drives. We both said, I, yeah, he's like, you hit your saw. I'm like, yeah, hey, man, good. And we looked up, and we couldn't see Brian's ball. He was 100 yards we had 177, I remember it was 177 yards into the hole. You did. I did. Yes. And so did Jeff. <laughs> yes. And you had 78 or something like that. I remember walking it off. I'm like, bro, you just hit a 99 bias. It was, um, there's a speed. Here's the deal, right? Well, it was also your flight too. I mean, it came out. It like- was a knuckle. It was a fade that I'm telling you, it might've cut two yards. And if we were on GC quad, it might have had 1,600 RPMs. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. And I hit it well. That's the thing. And the wind, the wind kept it down. Right. Like, the wind did not let it get up. But there is a speed slot down the left side on 18, for anyone listening that wants to brave it. It's just not, the, it's just not what you do. Mm-hmm. But you were, you were perfect. So I'm like, let me... I take that drive 12 times out of 10. I said, let me aim down the left and just swing. And it was, it was the best drive I hit potentially in the last 99 yards. I remember just going like, I remember looking at Jeff and Jeff's a big guy and Jeff hits it hard. No, it was Nick. that Nick. It was Nick that hit it. Nick. Well, yes. yeah. Yes. And I remember looking at him and just going like, we just got out driven by a hundred. Like I've, I've never been, I've never played golf and I've played with long hitters before. Like, you know, <laughs> never been you know, driven by hundred yards. Somebody might get me by 15 or 20. And it's like, okay, yeah, he hits it far like 15 20 to me is like the max like i'll get a, no no normal condition i've never played with bryson or Roy. i'm sure that's well, get different right. but actually this is a side caveat these days it's more more common than now because speed is such a big thing right people know that. how to hit it further now than more yeah. so than they ever have but um i haven't been humbled like that since uh Fucking ever. That was on the just golf course. I was like, oh my God, he's got a hundred yards. That was just metrics though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was just a 120 club speed, probably a 174, 175 ball speed that just everything lined up. Oh and that, that speed zone driver that I had before it cracked, it was the safe. My swing was in a different place, but it did allow me to aim left and hit little cuts. Right. And my sim can do that, but sometimes I've got to like rework the fade back into my game. Well, it's harder with a sim now because of the roll face. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. And so what happens, like I hit it on the toe. My miss is the toe. Or and, twist face, I guess. Well, yeah, well, whatever you, you say. Yeah. But, um, you know, like my miss is kind of high toe-ish, which is basically like, if you understand ball speed, a, a driver that has 168 mile an hour ball speed should not fly 300, but with sim it does. Yeah. 
It just does. That's why the tailor made, and that and that is the secrets for the people out there that don't understand. Like, and Callaway has a little bit of it too. Yep. Like, they have a really hot face. Those two companies, hands down, there's no other company out there that can do this because I've I've tried them all. Those two companies have figured out some recipe to maximize and actually. You have unicorn, like I call them fuck off balls. Yep. Built That's exactly them. what it is. Yeah. It's that weird. Cause I've had, you know, I'm like at this point in my life, I'm 155 to 160 ball speed. And if I catch one, right. I could, you know, that that's a 270 hitter, right? Like yep. 275 hitter. I've had moments and Ian Frazier at TXG can attest to this where I've swung at 158 and carried a 295. I believe it. With a sim. And he's like, I've because your launch conditions with that driver, like if you catch it right, it's going to go forever. Yep. With like 1800 spin at 14 launch. And it's just a moon ball that doesn't spin and draws. And, but the reason why they're the two best driver companies in the world, especially in the fitting base now with as many fitting houses as there is, is every once in a while you're fitting somebody and you show them that that ball's built into that driver. Yeah. Hard to not sell that driver to it's, them. It, it really is. Especially for a guy like I can, I can attest to like Sim, right? And we've been selling, we've been selling the hell out of that Max LS, the Epic Max LS. I mean, just but for, for whatever reason, that's been more of a ball speed and like it's, it's got a higher MOI and some adjustability that now Sim 2 doesn't have, right. which for, for me as a fitter is unfortunate. I know Ian's pretty big on the adjustability of the Sim mm -hmm. previous, but um, you know, I'm sure there's ways to kind of hack it and like get into it. I'm, I've talked to Trotty a little bit about kind of ways to unlock the Sim 2. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple different things that those guys like Adrian and Trotty and those guys, and Trotty does more putter stuff yeah so the guy that's the big driver guy over on their truck is adrian reedfeld and he fits tommy and rory and Rom. i mean not rom anymore right. but but when it first came out he was explaining to me what he calls it like jailbreaking a driver yeah and he's like i can't do it as much with sim 2 but with sim 2 max he's like oh, okay. i can jailbreak that driver by messing with the weight in the back, putting a lighter weight in the back and putting some hot melt up front. Yeah. And he's like, I can make that driver go. Yep. And, like that's, I can and that's interesting because that's what Trotty kind of alluded to because I was spinning Sim 2 too much, not Max. I, I, don't, I, I don't even mess with Max. because well, Max, the, he, he said... But I could it, see it. It comes with like a 16 or 18 grain weight, weight mm -hmm. in the back, maybe even heavier than that. I think it's 24 it or could, 22. Yeah, it could, could be heavier than that, right? But what he did was he put like a 14 grain weight in the back and put like eight, nine grams of hot melt up front. Yeah. When you got that little adjustable, the TPS weight, yeah. you got that. So I have a bunch of those. And he... He's like, dude, he's like, I, and this is for him. And he's like, I picked up like nine miles an hour of ball speed by doing that. Yeah. Making the same swing. It's, I mean, it makes sense though. Like, cause what you're doing is you're just taking that driver. You're moving the CG. It's like, here's how it comes out of the box. That's great for so many people. Right. But like Johnny or Brian or this person, they need a more forward CG. Right. This is how we do it. We got to take away weight from the back and we got to move that CG forward by putting weight up without front. sacrificing the MOI in the back though, because right. the way that the, the way that that head's shaped, it's a little bit longer front to back. So you're getting that extra weight. So you might think you're sacrificing weight in the back. You're actually not, you're neutralizing the head mm -hmm. for certain players. And, you know, and that's to achieve maybe a, a driver that's a little spinnier than yep. Sim two, yep. but with a higher MOI and a faster face. Yep. So, you know, once again, that's just more gospel for getting fit. Like, especially, you know, and choose your fitters wisely. I mean, there's a ton of good fitters out in the world right now, but, you know, you want to find somebody like Brian or Ian or, you know, Ben Genta is another guy over in Oregon 
um, that are sort of like-minded with these tour guys that can take ahead and make it do what it's going to do. Right. Like Tim Brion's like that too. Tim Brion can take a shitty driver and make it real good if you give him enough time. Well, I have all the time, like, you know, players come in and they, they go, look, I specifically need, I want this company. Like we have, okay. I have tour guys that come in and right. they're like, look, I'm playing this company. And you just, that's what you go. If you tell me that I have to dial in this brand, I will dial that fucking thing in. Right. We're just going to spend way more time on that that said right, there's limitations those to every things. company yeah versus trying seven different heads on the wall we're gonna try 15 different configurations right with these two heads yeah i mean be. and you get that all the time if you're if you're like and i think i've said this on your show before but like when it comes to, to companies the reason why so many people go to a ping driver for example is because of how stable they are their heads are heavier and they're more stable. Their, their heads are so stable, they can actually make a shitty shaft good, playable. <laughs> like that's, and I'm not kidding. Like that's how stable ping heads are. They're brick wall. They're, not, they're fast faces, but you can't have something that stable and have the ball speeds apples to apples against the other ones. Now, ping, somebody from ping would be like, well, I don't know. We've, you know we've, we've done, everybody's done their test, right? Right, right. But if you if you really talk to the tour truck guys, like they all know where they excel and the ball speed companies, pure ball speed companies are tailor-made in Callaway. Yep. And that's, that's why you see so many ads. That's why they make so much money yep. is because their drivers are the fastest drivers in the market. Hands down. I see it in the Bay all the time. Yeah. They're I fast. see it in the Bay all the time. So, um, all right, well, look, we're going to, we're going to end this pod. Um, let's just tease this a little bit, Johnny. We're not going to have the results. Well, this will be a two parter for next week. Meaning I'm going to, I'm going to continue this conversation with you and then we're going to, you know, skirt, you're going to hear the sound. And then 10 minutes later, it's going to be me and Mel talking about battle at the beach and maybe we'll get you on the phone, whatever it may be. But there's a big announcement coming from Johnny Wonders Camp. Yes. And um, we're going to get to that. So this is, uh, let's see, we're going to post this Thursday. So boom, Thursday, right before the weekend, right before Battle at the Beach. And then next week, after you make your announcement, we will post this. And, and I guess other than you, we will be the first publicly to, to talk about to talk about this. Yeah. So, you know, I can't give you the, the nitty gritty, but I, I will say I got a new job. I have a new job, um, and I can safely say it now because we're past March 1st, but I, I, I got an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. So next week, uh, Monday. Uh, you oh, will, Monday. Monday is when my employer will be announcing it uh, on their channels. And um, so I got an opportunity that uh, every gearhead's dream and it's not coming to work for Brian Golf. No, I'm not coming to work for <laughs> Brian Golf, unfortunately. I couldn't afford him. But right. uh, but no, it's like it's been a wild uh, three years, and I have to, you know, all credit to be honest. Like, you know, I I worked my ass off and I hustled and I did what I do. But uh, the boys at WRX, Richard Odie and Aaron Martin and and Brian Nutson and Ben Albertson, my editor and Ryan Barath, like that family over there for three years gave me. Uh, the opportunity of a lifetime. Like I had, I had the best media job in golf. I think there's a lot of people that would agree and, and definitely do that whole, like, I wish I had your job. Yeah. I mean, I had a unicorn job. I can yeah. explaining to people what I was doing for this website and why I was traveling so much and where I was going, what I was able to do for three years, spun people's heads around. And I had lawyers at my kid's school and 
doctors looking at me like, how do I get that job? <laughs> right. Like I'd forego hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. to go do that job. But you know, you, you gotta, you gotta grow, you gotta move up, you gotta do your thing. So like, yeah. So next week, uh, on Monday, probably sometime in the morning, you'll, you know, if you follow me on Instagram or follow this company on Instagram, then you'll see uh, where I'm going and what I'm doing. And it's, uh, it's going to be a wild ride. I can tell you that it's going to be fucking bananas. Well, obviously, uh, I've, I'm privy to this information and I'm pumped for you. I'm, I'm very excited, not only as a friend, but also as a peer. I think that, uh, for this company, they're heading in the right direction. And there's, you know, people like, there's people like you doing what you're doing that make it uh, for people like me that are kind of like stuck between that world right. and then the fitting world, they go, all right, at least that, that world's covered right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's no need for, and now I got somebody in a camp that I can, I can have these conversations with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the conversations that we have, I can now have them, but it's now, it's now on a totally different level. Well, yeah. I mean, if I was going to, if, if I was going to thank COVID for anything, it was the time. Cause a lot of, a lot of this happened over the year of COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, I sort of created a niche for myself, yep. um, covering the tour in the way that I wanted to cover the tour and equipment and what was going on. And, you know, all those deep dive articles. Cause I, you know, I, I was hired at WRX to do video and content, video content. That was my function and some sales. And I wore a bunch of hats there, but like being a writer and doing tour content wasn't the plan. But once COVID hit and we couldn't travel anymore, because I was the traveling face of WRX. I was the guy they yeah. would send out to do the videos and interact with, you know, business relations, so to speak. Uh, I had to write. I had to earn a paycheck. So they're like, you got to deliver five, six articles a week and do this and do that. And the only thing that I know, like the back of my hand is the tour. Yep. And, um, well, and you have, this is, um, it's two things. It's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, testament of who you are and what you're willing to do. And one of the things you're willing to do is go introduce yourself to everyone. Right. Uh, you know, especially cause you're all like-minded people, meaning people like golf equipment, people like golf. We're all like-minded people. Right. It's very easy for you. You reach out to me. That's how we, I mean, that sparked a friendship. Right. But for you, by, by being willing to go in there and go, Hey, let's have this conversation on that not just like with companies and people at the companies, but tour players right. and whatnot. So like you've done a great job of that. And then also just the fact of what you do, there's value in it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like the, my family said this to me a couple of weeks ago. My dad said this to me and he goes, he's like your whole, like when you started playing golf, like your life went in a certain direction. So like, you know, playing golf got me, got me to California basically got me into the film industry because I, you know, moved to California to play golf, made my relationships and everything was sort of around golf. And, um, you know, what the game has done for me and it's what I think about all the time, you know, if I'm not thinking about my kids and my family and how to pay bills and stuff like that, but golf, you know, hijacks 40% of my thoughts and, um, the stars aligned, you know, you talk about, people being in the right place at the right time with the right skill set and the right, this, like that's, that's what happened when I got the job at WRX and that's what's happening with this new situation. And you know, the, now the next thing is bust ass and 
and see where this road goes because this is a it's a I'm on a I'm on a big road now. It's a different different road. Right. So yeah. well, let's just leave it at this then. Um, hopefully. Monday, we are we are uh, battle to beach champions. Mm-hmm. You know, in a perfect world. Oh God! I, I can tell you this much: no matter what, it's going to be an amazing weekend. I'm looking forward to having it with you. Uh, the experience with all the players coming. Uh, this is a big weekend for Mel and I. It's weird, but like battle at the beach is it's kind of like our little yearly anniversary slash honeymoon because you know every year it's. it's Mel and I don't get to like hang out like right. by ourselves. And now we obviously get to share our time with everyone, but like, this is a big weekend for us, right. you know, like Friday's a big day. We're going to be, you know, couples massaging and, right. and doing all this like hanging out bullshit. Yeah. And then it's like Friday, she turns into super boss lady and I turn into, you know, entertainer slash golfer, right. you know, for the weekend. And, uh, uh, there's no one I would rather do this with than, than you. So, uh, let's go play good golf. And then on Monday or Tuesday, whichever day that, uh, I I'm in a position to post this next pod, we will, uh, we will be talking to Johnny wonder for the first time an exclusive, um, on the Brian golf show presented by pin golf on his new opportunity. So Johnny wonder again on the pod two weeks in a row next week. Sayonara.